Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strange Familiars. If you have a story of something strange, an encounter with a cryptid, ghosts, UFOs, anything paranormal or unusual, and you'd like to tell your story on the podcast, you can email us, strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for new stories and story suggestions. Tonight we have stories from three different witnesses. We have a story of a creepy rabbit man that may or may not have come from a UFO, some kind of cryptid in a graveyard, disappearing people, a static man, and more. Before we get to our stories tonight, I want to thank our patrons who make Strange Familiars possible. Without our patrons, we could not do the podcast. So thank you so much, patrons. Thank you for your support. If you would like to help us make Strange Familiars and get extra content besides, you can become a patron at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. For $3 a month, you can get extra shows. We do at least one full extra show for our patrons every month. We try to do more than that, but we guarantee one full extra show of Strange Familiars. And we try to give other bonuses besides. If I talk about one of my albums or songs on the podcast, for instance, I always try to give a discount code to the patrons. Besides the extra episode of Strange Familiars this month, patrons also got a 360 video of Joshua Cutchin, Soraya, my daughter Ursula, and myself playing 
a Bigfoot game and doing a literal roundtable discussion while we played. Coming up, we're going to be trying to do even more extra content, audio, video, and otherwise, for the patrons. $3 a month gets you that extra show. There are other levels of support at Patreon. If you'd like to go in at a higher level, you can get things like t-shirts, copies of my books, audio CDs, stickers, and more. You can check it all out at patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. If you don't like the idea of a monthly subscription like Patreon and you still want to help, there's a paypal.me link at strangefamiliars.com under the show notes. Another way you can help is to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and leave nice five-star reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever service you use. Our first witness tonight is Sonia, who will tell us a story of the creepy bunny man and a cryptid and some other things besides a really interesting sort of jellyfish in the sky sighting and more. We sort of stepped right into the conversation, so I didn't get a good chance to introduce her when we started. So this is Sonia. I guess because I've been talking a lot about everything that's gone on in, in my life and stuff lately. I've had some like last week I had an incident here. It's I don't. It's just really weird. And I'll ask him like, "Do you see?" You know, I've asked them, like, "Do you see things?" You know, <laughs> like everybody sees something through the corner of their eye. I have literally seen like something last week that it scared the crap out of me. I mean, to where you like run into another room screaming like a girl, like kind of like that. I was in uh, the TV room. We're actually waiting to move into our place and we're staying with an old family friend and we're upstairs and you know, you get that feeling something's looking at you. You just know. And I've always kind of had that ever since I had that incident happen when I was a little girl. I've just had some things happen in my life. And I knew when I turned, it'd be gone. You know, you get that little shadow thing. And I turned, and it was still there for at least a second, second and a half. And I seen a hand, and you seen, like, this face kind of, but it was, like, I, I don't want to say see-through all the way, but I couldn't make out really features, but I could on the hand. And it just pulled its hand away and pushed and put its head back like a person would. I mean, I freaked out. And I talked to Doug about that. And he says when he's in the TV room, he sees stuff all the time. But I'm like, you're just morbid. <laughs> I mean, because, <laughs> you know, he watches scary movies and stuff all the time. And I'm like, I don't know. I said, maybe it's just from us talking about this stuff a lot. I don't know. But that was kind of creepy. I want to just it's, tell you about that a little bit. But. It's the strange familiars. I don't want to call it a curse. That sounds bad. It's the strange familiar's effect, <laughs> we'll call it. A lot of people lately have been telling me, that, like a lot of listeners have been telling me they've been getting stuff. People who, someone I interviewed the other night, you know, after I interviewed this and this and this happened, so forth. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I believe, I think, I think if you talk about it a lot, or even, I don't know, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But it was just, I mean, it was definitely a person, but was it human? I don't think so. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't think it was a, a human at, at any point, whether you believe if it, a person comes back and visits you or whatever your belief may be. I don't believe it was a human being at any time. I don't believe that. And it was, it definitely had the um, fear factor. 
going on with it. Because when I turned to look, it it didn't move. And that's what scared me initially. Like, oh, my God, it's still there. And for a second, maybe two seconds, maybe, it's like everything slowed down. But when I looked, I don't know. It had, like, this, almost this old-fashioned, like, hair thing. So you could tell it had, like, hair. And you could see its hand. And it looked like something, almost like a skeletal kind of a hand. But it wasn't all the way. But you could not make out facial features. And it was just there for like a second or two. But the way it moved out really freaked me out. I don't go in that TV room now <laughs> because of it. So I'm like, nope, ain't happening. So how, how do you mean it moved out? It faded out or it backed away? Or, or No, it backed away. That's what freaked me out because it didn't just like when like I've seen shadow people and stuff in the past, like, and you'll just see stuff, you know, but they're gone. I've never made face to face full frontal contact with something except when I was little. This same way it didn't move. I, I just knew once I turned, the feeling would go away. You know, that pit of your stomach dread and it would just go away. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to turn. I turned, and it's still there. And it it was like peeking around the corner. It's exactly what it looked like. Peeking around the corner and had its hand on the inside of the doorframe. I was like in shock. And it just moved back. It just moved its hand out and moved its head back. And I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. And I'm like, I get up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the other room, which is like, three feet away, but in the hallway, but where that thing was. And I go to move into the hallway and look down. There's nobody there with me. I was here alone. So just to double check, you know, I'm yelling down the stairs. There's nobody here. So it wasn't, you know, the woman that was here. It wasn't a human, like, anyway. I don't know what that was. When was that again? Last week. Uh, this past weekend, like Thursday or Friday, maybe. Oh, so very recently. Yeah, recently, recently. So you yeah. saw the head, you know, and and the and the hand, and the hand, and the hand, yeah. As it kind of peeked and around. it, yeah, and I could feel it. That's you know, you get that feeling that somebody's watching you. But you know, you get the feeling when your kids watching you, and you're like, Ugh, you know, what do you want? <laughs> but then you get the feeling that like that was bad. You know, it was just it's not good at all. Yeah, not good. But I've not seen it since. Like I'm with. Hmm. Well, it was definitely traumatic. Hopefully it's a once and done kind of thing. Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, you know, we see a lot of little shadow figures up here. I mean, I, you know, I've seen stuff on and off all my life there. So, I mean, what that was attributed to, I don't know, because that was different than a shadow person or anything. So those are my adventures on that. So I just figured I'd just touch base with those and yeah. kind of tell you about that. Well, when I was a little girl, um, we lived, I guess what people would call almost like in a holler. <laughs> there was nothing around. We had an old wood stove. There just wasn't much around. And I remember our house was really small. And in the bedroom that I was sleeping in, there was this huge pane glass. I don't know if you call it pane glass, but there's a huge like window. And I remember it didn't have the four things in it to make the windows divided. It was just a real huge piece of glass. And I was looking out the window. And back then, like, 
I was brought up in Kentucky and stuff, and I we just didn't watch TV. So, I mean, even at that young of an age, I don't think I would have been able to have put it to alien encounter or whatever. But I look outside, and this guy comes up to my window. And I remember thinking he looks like the bunny rabbit, like the Easter bunny. From, like, the neck down, he had, it looked like he had on an Easter outfit. But his face wasn't right. It just wasn't normal. And in his hand, he had a cigar. I knew what the cigars were because my grandpa smoked cigars in a pipe. But the cigar was, like, overly big. He was holding it like a cigar, but I don't know. In the background, there was three silver, what I would call now, spacecraft. You know, like something from like you would see from a 40s TV show. Mm -hmm. And that's all I remember of that. But after that, I started having dreams and started having encounters with other things. So, I mean, that's when all the stuff happened was when I was a real little girl. Okay, so this is very, very interesting. How high was this window? Off the it ground. was tall. It was off the ground. It was probably about, I don't know, three, four feet off the ground. It was a, it was a tall window. It was big, and at least to me at that age. Did this bunny man, I guess we'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was giving me grief about the uncreative names that people have in the paranormal. You know, it's always dog man, goat man. Well, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did he come right up to the glass? Like right up to the window? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh wow. That's creepy. I, do, I don't re- yeah, I don't remember him walking up to the glass. He was just there. And I know it sounds crazy for the people who don't know. I've never watched Men in Black. And that one scene when that like insect like puts that human's body on or whatever and it don't look right, that's like what the guy's face looked like. Like it wasn't meant to be there. It was just it was scary looking. But I don't know. It's like it had a kind of a half smile on its face, and it just had these three aircraft things behind it. Well, and did it did like, it look like a, to the ground? Did it look like, like a rabbit that had taken human shape, or did it look like a human that had on like a no, bunny costume? It had. It looked like a human that had on a, a bunny costume. I don't remember what what his hands looked like or anything like that. I remember it looking like he wore a bunny costume, and like the Easter rabbit for years after that. But I mean, I was scared to death of anything like that. And then in the background, there was just three things, but they were, they were so big, but they were so down to the ground, you know, and that I think about it now, like those were like, just like, how could that even be there? Because they were so big, but I don't know. It was, it was really scary. And I don't remember anything that happened after that. It's like, that's all I remember of, the, of everything about that encounter that day. It was daytime. I won't, I'll tell you that. It was daytime. Wow. About, about how old were you again? Um, it was before school, so I was, bef- it was, I would say, I always say about four or five, but I would lean more towards five. Mm-hmm. Did he look like, you know, at the time, I know you're short because you're a kid, but did he look normal human size at the time? Yeah, maybe taller, I would say, bigger. Kind of like a heavy kind of big guy, kind of, but nothing that made me go, oh my God, he's really huge. Right. You know, um, it, it's just, yeah. But I remember his hair. I remember his face kind of, and it was 
it's weird because it looked like he had a funny outfit on, but it was just there because I was just on the bed, my bed playing. And I look out, and there he is, and there's these three things. And I don't remember anything after that because my mom or my dad would have been there. Somebody would have been there with me. Obviously, they've never talked about it. They didn't see anything. I don't even think I told them at that time. I think it was a while after. Definitely. I don't know <laughs> what that was, but it's always bothered me. And I've always like kind of like thought about that whenever I've seen other things. Because it was right after that incident, my mom and them were getting rid of their home and we was going to be moving. And I had this like prolific dream of this guy catching on fire, like being in a fire. And after they sold our house, the guy who got it, the, the house caught fire. And he lived, I think, but he did. He was in a fire and stuff. And it was like the same guy I seen from my dream. And I've had dreams like that ever since I was a little girl. Not like prolific dreams, like to where I see it like somebody's face and know what's going to happen to them. But very end-of-time dreams. I don't know. Ever hmm. since I was real little, since that happened, yeah. <laughs> and since that, it was after that sighting of the the, mm-hmm. the thing in the window. Wow. Yeah, and so the, I have no idea like what that was or anything. The silver now things, I would think it would be spaceship. The silver things behind him look like spaceships from like an old timey yeah. sci fi movie. Yeah, from an old time. Yeah, from exactly from an old time like sci fi movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it they were just real thin. And silver and metallic. It's the most generic um, description you can think of. And there was three. Wow. And they were like in like a triangle shape. There was like two on the bottom, like one on top. And that's, I remember that. Oh, so so the, they, they themselves were making a triangle formation, not so much that they weren't shaped triangle. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. They were just shaped in a triangle formation. I remember that. Wow. And, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. And I... I yeah, and I remember the end of a cigarette looked like it was lit, but it wasn't, I, I don't know, it wasn't like fire, though. You know, like you would see on the end of a cigarette. It was different. Hmm. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I remember when you, I seen, you, know, you wonder how much your five-year-old mind, how many details you filled in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For, first how of many all, details I left out. Yeah, exactly. Or he's holding something else and you just went, oh, I guess that's a cigar because it's looks like a cigar mm-hmm. kind of you know uh, yeah and he was holding it like a cigar mm-hmm. oh, yeah that's, I thought that's that really was weird kind of weird yeah i love it yeah <laughs> i love that though I, that's amazing i have another bunny rabbit account believe it or not um, no way i'm trying to Do you it's really not, it's not a man in a bunny suit though this person saw like a like a six foot tall bunny rabbit in their yard just really? a hu- huge giant rabbit so i'm trying to get that I feel like appearing to a child dressed in a bunny suit too is it's, right. It's particularly sinister. I think it's it. You know, it, mm-hmm. I guess it depends on which way you take it. Maybe it's kind. I took it. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. Oh no! I didn't get kindness out of that at all. Mm-hmm. It was definitely um, not a nice person. Like you know, you always heard "stranger danger" back in the late seventies, early eighties. That would have been it. <laughs> I mean, he was. He was freaky. He looked like a human, but he didn't in the same sense mm-hmm. of the word, you know, and he was dressed in a, in a rabbit suit and it was the strangest thing. There's no way somebody could have, and there's just, I don't understand like 
a couple things. Like, okay, say somebody, it was some creepy guy. Somebody, my dad, somebody would have heard them coming down our road. We had a long driveway. And then the ships, there's no even trying to explain that. Right. So and that so was you, just something. You don't show up on somebody's rural property dressed in a bunny suit and expect not oh, to get no. your ass beat. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or get shot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, cause, yeah, because yeah, our nearest neighbors, it was Hillbilly Nation. I mean, it really was. They, I mean, they fought chickens. They shot guns. You did not want to be on property back there. Right. That's right. not something you did because you would get shot. So, yes. Yeah. I don't know. It makes it even weirder. Like, what, who, or what was that? I don't know. Just, like, really bothers me, like, when I think about it. It's just, like, it's weird. Because if I think about through my life, like, triangles have been, like, a part of my life. It's really weird. Like, I got a triangle, like, uh, moles on my face. I'm going to form a triangle. I just, I don't know. I, it's just weird. And I always think of back to that situation because for some reason that really stood out to me mm-hmm. about the triangle. So... That was like the biggest thing I seen in my life until we were, you know, camping that weekend. You want me to go into those? Yeah, please. Okay. When I was like five or whatever, I seen that. And growing up, I just, I felt like I was more in tune to stuff, I guess. One weekend, now this has only been the last couple of years as well. There was one year where we camped, we were camping out all the time. They had this campsite up here at our at East Fork Park where you could rent a cabin so you didn't have to stay in a tent because I hated skunks coming up <laughs> to our tent and stuff. So I would always get this cabin and it had a couple bunk beds in it. So we had like a lot of fun that summer and some weekends I would, you know, we'd take the kids the weekends my mom would watch them and she was watching them this one particular day. And I, it's a lot of things like or kind of a mashup about this because I don't remember where we were going. I know we were either leaving by the camp area or we were going back. And it was like around the dusk time of day. And we go to make a turn and on a straightaway road, right? Because the road's back there by the campsite and on the other side of the campsite, actually, they're one lane roads, you know. Mm-hmm. And this had a little tiny cemetery next to it. And I'm talking real tiny, like 20 feet by 10 feet. It's really small. And everybody in that car was all like, had the radio going. Everybody was like, woo-hoo-hoo. And then everybody just shut up. And we all looked. And it was kind of like hidden by its body, I think, was hidden by some of the tombstones. But its head... Now, I've seen a bear, like, in Tennessee, okay, where they have bears that you can feed on. Okay, and this one bear was, like, really big. (laughs) The head on this thing was probably almost twice that, at least. It was nothing but, everybody wants to say, like, dog man. I don't know. it, It wasn't natural, its eyes glowed red. I mean, its eyes were red, for God's sake. That's not natural. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like we were pointing a flashlight at it or anything. So we were, when we go to turn, everybody just shut up in that car. It's like you got this feeling of dread. Just like something was just wrong. And then when I looked over there, 
when I looked at its eyes, I remember thinking, we, we're not supposed to be seeing this. Like, it was a re- really weird feeling. And we drove off. And we drove real slow, and we drove off. I couldn't tell you how big the body was, but I know from, like, I guess the shoulders up, it was huge. I mean, absolutely huge. And jet black. Any darker, you wouldn't have seen it, unless it, you could seen its eyes. And I, I don't really know what happened after that. I don't know what happened the rest of the night. And everybody in that car, I finally talked to one of the people in the car the other day. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Nobody talked about it since that day. Wow. Nobody. Yeah, no one. It was really weird. You got this. I, I just remember, and I was talking to him. I was like, you know, this is how I felt. How did you feel? I was like, because I felt like we weren't, we weren't supposed to have seen that. I mean, just talking about now, it kind of get a little shaky because it, it was definitely evil. If you believe in good, you believe in evil, whatever. This thing was not good. So that was really freaky because to tie this into another story really quick, and when I talk about people not remembering things, I wonder how many things we see that we don't remember because two or three years ago, I was working at a gas station part-time and about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, I get the same guy in before he, he'd be like my first early morning. And I knew after he left, then I'd start getting people in. Well, he would come get a coffee, cup of coffee. We'd go outside and smoke a cigarette. And that night, there was this thing. It looked like almost like a jellyfish, kind of. It was huge, though. It was like, I don't know, four feet long at least, maybe three feet wide. And it was up. There, now, mind you, it was really weird, too. There was not a car anywhere. There was just nothing. It was just weird. And we both seen it. And it was alive. Whatever this was was definitely alive. And it moved like it was moving water. But it wasn't. It was above the gas station canopy bank by the sign. And we didn't say a word. We just watched it. And it disappeared. He got in his car. He left. I went to work. Back to work. And I got off work at 6 o'clock in the morning, so... I remember being picked up off work, like, man, cause that was weird. What happened? And thinking back to in, about two weeks later, that guy stopped coming in for a little while. It was really weird. And about two weeks later, something like that, he come in, and I asked him. We went back outside, and it was, like, nonchalant, like nothing happened. And I'm like, man, do you remember that? And he's like, yeah, I do. It was the same thing. It was just like... Are we, are, it's like, were we not supposed to remember this stuff? I, I don't know, you know? Whatever this was, was night and day compared to the thing I've seen in the cemetery. That was pure, like, evil and dark and bad. Whatever this was, was total opposite. It was pretty. It was mesmerizing to watch. And I don't even know how long we were out there for, honestly, just looking at it. Was there any color and, to it, or was it just translucent? Yes, yeah. No, it was translucent, but there was, some, there was some color, but not much color. You could almost see what I would portray as veins, but I don't think it was. But there was definitely something in it. And you just knew it was alive. You knew it was a living organism. It was alive. And it just, like, went up and disappeared. It didn't, like, off into the sky or anything. It was just gone. 
So this it didn't go and, behind a tree or, or it just it just no just, there was nowhere it could have went that we would have seen it. Okay. It was total it's totally open there. Yeah, and it was just gone. And as soon as it was gone, he walked to his car. It's like we were in a trance. It it was the same thing with what we see in the cemetery. It's like he, he get in this trance, mm-hmm. and he went to his car and left. And I went back to work. Man, it was just so weird. And it's just like I never forgot it. And I wonder if I didn't bring it up to that guy, if he would have never remembered it. It's possible. I've run into stuff like that. I think there is something to that. Absolutely. I'm very interested in in the look of this thing. Did it have like tentacles hanging down like a jellyfish or was it just? No, 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 no. Actually, okay. There is something that if you look online, it almost looks like. I think it's Exxon. They have like this oil rig uh, camera. And years ago, they had, it looked like a sheet floating down there mm-hmm. and they it turned out they found out what it was i don't know exactly what it was but that's exactly what it looked like i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but if you look up like i'm sure it's still on there somewhere it's on a it's an oil rig, it's on an oil rig camera and i was just you know going through youtube and stuff one day and i was like oh my god that's it and it looked just like that it almost like a sheet that's in water, but it was all connected, so it didn't have, like, an opening. It was almost fish-like, I guess, in a way, but more, like, jellyfish-wise, because you could almost see through it all the way, but it did have some tinges of color, but it had some, like I said, almost like veins. We would portray as veins, but that's not what they were, and I don't know why I know that, but I just know that that's not what that was. But it was definitely alive, and it was pretty, and it just—I felt like it was there for us to see. Wow! Do you know what I'm saying? Like to almost like show off for us. It was weird. It was very pretty though, and that one it was just—I don't know. But I just remember on both instances, like afterwards, thinking we weren't supposed to remember that. Like we, the golfing and all that. Like we weren't supposed to have seen this. I remember saying that like later on, mm-hmm. like the next day or something about the dog. Like I knew we were supposed to have seen that. Well, let's go back to I that. Just, Did it have like the canine type head? It was so big. I've never seen a dog with a head on it like that. But was it, I was, mean, it was, was it shaped like, dog. It was like a bear. I would say it was shaped like a, between a bear and a dog. Okay. But it was way bigger than a, a bear head. Way bigger. And if yeah, you had to make a guess, huge. was it standing upright? No, it couldn't have been. Because if it was standing upright, them tombstones are really little. Like, mm-hmm. I would say they're maybe two foot tall. Because they're the, you know, the, it just says Civil War. And it's, they're really small tombstones. And most of them were leaning back. But it was in the vicinity where they had the, it's not a rope line. It's like a little tiny fence, like that's maybe a foot tall that goes around this little tiny cemetery because it's so old that I don't even know who takes care of it. But it's on the side of a road down there by the, by not too far away from the campsite. That's where it was, but its shoulders and its neck, it's like it, like I've heard people talk about like with Sasquatch. It didn't have a neck. It was so, it was nothing but muscle. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just muscle, but you could tell it was down because if that thing would have stood up, I guarantee that thing would have been, oh my God. Just absolutely huge, but like I said, I just when I looked at it, I, I it was so weird how everybody just shut up in that car because it was like we were not supposed to have seen that. 
Was it broad-shouldered? It was really odd. Was it broad-shouldered? Like, very broad-shouldered. Okay, very, so, very. So, so not like, yeah. you know, bears don't have broad shoulders. They're kind of, you know. No, this was definitely broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. And you could see almost like muscles that guys have in their neck. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like wrestlers and stuff like that have their necks get really big. But it was like that. I've been trying to think about it because I swear, I, almost, I feel like, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I almost feel like some of my memory was like almost like, I don't remember all of what happened, like of what I seen that night. But I try to think of its ears because people have ta- asked me about that, and I don't. And it had ears, obviously, but they were more like almost like bear ears, I guess. But they were pointier, I guess, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think of them as dog ears being real long and hanging down or not like that. They were short ears. But they were on top of so, its head. But they, they were on top of its head. Yeah. And, and its eyes, it's like somebody put LED lights. In that's what I was going to ask. It's like, like red LEDs. Yeah, it was just like LED lights, and that's exactly how I explain it. It's just like LED lights. Yeah. And, but it, I felt it fall in my eyes, like when I was watching it, as the car's driving at like two miles an hour, <laughs> and we're driving by, and I, I can't even, and that's another thing that's weird. I can't even tell you everybody who was in that car. I don't know. I, I It's just weird. And the guy I talked to the other day says the same thing. He can't remember. Wow. Yeah, it looked like red LED lights in his eyes. But you could definitely, you, I felt the eyes fall on me. Like, you're not, you better, like, I felt like the need to turn away, but I couldn't. You know, it's just, it was scary, for sure. How far away from where you were actually staying was this little graveyard where you saw it? That graveyard it was, um, oh, God, within less than a mile. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's weird? And that just brought back a memory. <laughs> weird. Okay. One night when we were staying there, and this is another reason I thank God I stayed in that daggone um, hut thing or whatever that they have down there instead of a tent. Because there must have been like seven or eight, like, coyotes out there. I guess we have coyotes in a high. There's something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's coyotes, I guess. They were just, and all you seen was their eyes. I'm like, get in the, get in the, you know, the cabin here, <laughs> you know. And there's a couple guys. Oh, we'll just stay out here in the tent. And about two seconds later, they're knocking on the door, <laughs> and, you know. And it's like, but it happened around the same time. So I, yeah, that's kind of odd. Now I think about it, but it was the same time period that we were staying down there. But yeah, it was, it was within a mile, maybe less than a mile actually, from where we were staying. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I'm not surprised that there is sort of, we'll call it missing time or, or lack of memory after seeing it. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's not uncommon it's less uncommon than I think a lot of people would, would have you believe with cryptid sightings. It yeah. Does, because, it does happen. Yeah, because like I said, I totally believe if I would not have brought that up, and that wasn't a cryptid sight, but um, with that one guy at the gas station, I don't think he ever would have remembered that. Yeah, yeah. And when I talked to the other guy who was with me with whatever that dog thing was, whatever that was we seen that night, it wasn't... <sighs> I can tell you this, you got to feel like it definitely wasn't of this world. I know that sounds crazy, but it wasn't. That was not natural. That's not natural. It's just not. <laughs> I mean. The glowing I eyes mean, alone, yeah. and, you know, I often wonder when people say, oh, it was reflection. Like, they, no. the, the lights I've seen that look like LEDs, and I don't know if they were eye shine or not. I mean, they were eyes, rather, mm-hmm. or not. But they were LEDs. I mean, they weren't, this, this wasn't reflection. I know what you know, eyes reflecting right. light look like. Mm-hmm. These exactly. were self-illuminating, which is just bizarre. Yeah, these were too. It's completely bizarre. Yeah, yeah it's, it was totally uh, its own light source. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that was, it, it was definitely its own light source. And it the light never dimmed. It never got brighter. It was the same. It was bright. It, I mean, it wasn't like in your eyes because I was looking straight into its eyes. Right. But it was, it was scary. You know, it was like somebody just took this thing and engineered this dog and it, do you know what I'm saying? Like just like made it, you know, and put like, Oh, let's put red lights in there <laughs> to freak everybody out on top of it. <laughs> but it was definitely not, like you said, it wasn't from headlights or anything like that. It was coming from within. Right. right. And it was, it just wasn't natural. Yeah. Very, very strange. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, very strange and very scary for sure. Now, we've gone to that campsite, like I said, like a lot that year. And I don't know. It was just, you know, we just had, we did have some other weird things happening up and, you know, worth talking about. But it was just, there's a lot of things that go on. If you look up East Fork State Park down here, it, I mean, there's a lot of people see a lot of things down there. And I'm surprised it's not reported on more, to be honest with you. I mean, you get people that talk about they seen Bigfoot. You get people. I've never heard of somebody talking about the thing that I seen, but I did get because I look up like um, I was like looking up on the UFO sites and trying to prep myself from when I, you know, <laughs> talking to you. And there's a lot of sightings down there, and it's a really small place. Like the campsite area, it's small. I mean, you know, it's not like 
real taken care of or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, and they always have places of it. It's always like you're not allowed to get back to a lot of half the places half the time. Where? But yeah, there's a lot of things to get on. Where were you in Kentucky? If you if you don't want to tell, that's fine. I'm just curious. Uh, oh, it's okay. Growing up, um, I lived in London and um, in, ja- in London and Jackson County, like outside of Berea. Okay. Yeah. So that was the hollers on there. <laughs> and, and now my great grandma lived in London, Kentucky, and that's where I stayed a lot. And then um, my dad, my dad's family lived down there in Jackson County, so that's where I would go to a lot. But where that incident happened, now this was in Ohio. Now this was mm-hmm. in Ohio. This was outside of Owensville, Ohio, on this like little road that just went back, and there was just a like two houses, like, cause it was like kind of like down in the valley and it was just woods on both sides. And it was, that's where that happened at. That's where the cemetery. With the, with the bunny, with, no, with the bunny rabbit. Guy. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. So that happened in Owensville, Ohio. Oh, okay. And I can tell you the road if you want to look it up on, ma- on the map or whatever. It's called Jaeger Road. That's the road that that happened on. And then I, I think... There's only like one road we could have been on when I seen the cryptid, and that was Elkwick. It had to have been that road because I don't even know what we were doing over there. I don't know, taking a long way around to the campsite. Yeah, huh. that is kind of weird. Yeah. I know you said you drove by slowly. About how long did you have eyes on the creature? Oh, at least thirty seconds, maybe longer. At least thirty seconds because he was driving so slow. He was the one I talked to the other day. And he's the only one I remember. And he he was driving, and he just had his foot off the brake, going, like going not slow. And it was like everybody just was quiet. Everybody just shut up and was just looking at this thing. And but I felt, <laughs> maybe everybody felt that way. I'm not sure because I never talked to him about it. But I felt like it was an encounter just like for me. I know that sounds crazy, and. I don't know how the other guy feels about it. I need to talk to him some more about that. But it's like it was looking at like straight in like I was looking straight into its eyes and it was following me, you know, like following the car or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was definitely freaky. And like you said, that is not reflection off anything. Right. Whatever is in the eyes, whatever causes it to do that, it's definitely coming from within the creature. For sure, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've I've seen I've seen eye shine on what I believe was was something upright with eyes facing forward, uh, and mm. I call that other stuff eye glow because eye shine is reflection, you know. And then right. then I've seen these LED lights in the woods that I I don't know for sure if they were eyes or right. or whatever they are, but they they look like LED lights and they're definitely not eye shine. It's something glowing, you know. It's something yeah. That has its own That's light exactly source. what I've always called these is LED lights. That's exactly what they look like, yeah. LED lights. Yeah. It, it looks almost it, fake, you know, when you look at it. It does. Yeah. But it, oh, it was definitely real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was just, definitely real. I mean, but I when, mean, you, when you, you look you at the lights, you, when you look at the lights, though, it's like, that's not, like, that can't, that's nothing natural. You know what I mean? It's just, it looks, no, it looks right. you know, not, like, not right, I guess I should say. It, it's real. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just mean it looks like. Doesn't look natural, I should say. I guess no. It, yeah, it's like you know, it's it's real, but it's not natural. 
I always feel like it's not of this earth because how could things like that be going around and people not see them more often, you know, because Mm -hmm. that's what I don't understand because it's so, it was so obvious, you know, and if there's more of them, it's just like, why aren't people reporting these or are they forgetting it? Because that's what I wonder because in both instances where I seen something supernatural, whatever you want to call it, I don't remember much. I, I remember the incident itself, and like the first time, I don't remember what happened afterwards. Have no clue. Couldn't tell you. And and the the time after that, when I seen the thing that wasn't all bad at the gas station, I had very little memory of it. And it started like coming back to me when I finally that guy finally come in and I asked him about you know the encounter we had, and he re- finally remembered, but he didn't remember until that point. Until I brought it up, so I'm wondering how many people are actually seeing these and just not remembering. Yeah, and it's it's weird that he didn't show up for a while afterwards too. Almost like maybe subconsciously, Almost two weeks. yeah, like subconsciously maybe he was just avoiding it, like he didn't want to remember it for yeah. one reason or another. That was, that was just weird. I mm-hmm. don't know why he wouldn't want to remember that, but that was just weird, you know. If that that thing at the gas station, I don't know what that was. I almost feel like I I don't know how I feel on certain on certain things, and but I just know that of what we call normal, it wasn't normal of this earth, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was a ship or anything like that. I mean, it was small, but I guess that don't really matter. But it was organic. It was alive. And it just disappeared. It was just gone. Hmm. Yeah. We've seen a couple of things. We had, there was like 20 people pulled over. I know this is like a side note, but there was like, we was driving one day on uh, 275, a big, hot, busy highway, you know, up here in Ohio. And every, there's like 20, 30 people parked on the side of the road. We were watching this thing, and that never even made the news. And what's funny is that nobody, I didn't see nobody with their camera out recording this. One guy did, but I don't know. He was just in awe. It looked like a whale going across the sky. It was the weirdest thing. Somebody's like, is that a blimp? And we're like, no, that is not a blimp. And, I mean, we stood there for like 20, 25 minutes. And it's weird because that's almost what that thing kind of reminded me of, but a huge one, like, you know, like a thousand times bigger. You know, it had the same fluidity to it, to where it just, like a jellyfish or something in the water. That's right. what it looked like. Like, it was swimming in the water, but it was in the air. Wow. Oh, I'd like to see mm-hmm. that. It was it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. That one, it wasn't scary or nothing like that, but I almost felt like the same feeling. Like, I don't think I was supposed to see this. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I was supposed to see it, or if I was, I wasn't supposed to remember everything about it. And I have that feeling really, like, in the pit of my stomach where I know that, to me, that's what I feel about that. I wasn't supposed to remember these these things. Well, I mean, that's an interesting thought. Like, maybe, you know, seeing them and remembering seeing them are two different aspects of it. And, you know, maybe more people are seeing stuff. And they are, for whatever reason, they're just shutting down. I don't know if maybe some people can't handle that. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's just, you block it out. Or if they block it out for you. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It was very interesting. No, I never felt that was a bunny rabbit man. I was not. I never felt that I wasn't supposed to see him or anything. But I just, that was just, I don't know. That was just, that's just bizarre to me. Yeah. It's... And I've never wrapped my head around that. 
and why I seen it and what it, what it was even there for. I don't know. I just know after that, I've always had a lot of weird things happen in my life. A lot. Well, that's... I mean, <laughs> A lot. A, a lot of people huh? have that. It starts with some kind of contact experience, and then afterward, it's almost like I don't know if it wakes you up to this stuff or. I for think it does reason. in a way. Like I told you that one time, that night at the end of my bed, I was not asleep. Okay, I was not sleeping, and because he keeps saying, "Oh, you were probably just sleep." It's like no, I wasn't sleeping. I was not sleeping. I look, and it's myself at the end of the bed and so that look like a negative of myself and I could like like I could hear every thought I had like it was like me and it was really kind of freaky I mean and it's so funny how you know you pull blankets over your head like that's going to save you or something <laughs> but I, I, rem I remember doing that I just put the blankets over my head and I turned over and I tried to wake him up and he finally got up and I just, I felt a little bit better. Like I had left, but it was weird because it felt like it was part of me. Like it was me, yeah, but that's like weird. from a different place, mm -hmm. you know? So I've had a lot of things like that happen a lot. It's a life changing event, you know, all the way around. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and you always are wondering, you know, like, am I going to see something again? Am I, is this going to happen again? Because I'm attracted to that kind of stuff, though, too. So I am the one that will, like, wonder a graveyard. But because I like that, you know, I, I like to know the history of the people and different things like that. But I don't know if being in those areas, like, can cause things to happen. I don't know. But... I don't know. I just always have had weird things happen, but those are some of the weirder ones that I thought maybe you might want to hear about. Absolutely. So. Thank you so much for sharing, Sonia. Well, you're welcome. Okay, we're talking with Taylor, who has a story about disappearing people. This sounds like it happened more than once. Did has this happened a lot? Uh, just two times, two as far times. as I can, okay. you know. And uh, w was it around the same time in your life, or did this happen? You know, no, it was a, a couple years apart, actually. Okay. Very, very different kind of circumstances, too. Well, that's interesting. Well, I guess talk about the first time you noticed it. Sure. So I was. It was probably 2013, 2014. I was a freshman in college. I was just uh, out for an evening walk with a friend. And uh, we were walking from the north side of campus, coming back towards uh, the dorms. And there's a, a part, we were walking across a road where there's not really any buildings around. The closest building is actually a theater hall. It's called uh, Weld Hall. This is up in Moorhead for anyone, I guess, who's familiar with the area. So we were walking across the road, coming south, and there was a guy who was on the sidewalk from the west, uh, heading east, heading towards us. And uh, he was kind of whistling this tune, right? It sounded like... Um, I don't know if that's picking up too well, but yeah, yeah that's kind of what it sounded like. And uh, he just he whistled it a couple times. I looked at him. You know, we were we were walking around, my friend and I, and made a comment like, "Oh, you know, there's a person over there." Because it was pretty late. It was probably two or three in the morning, so we didn't really expect many people to be out. And looked forward uh, across the road. You know, it's maybe I don't know, twenty feet, thirty feet, whatever. 
and uh, looked to the right again, and he was gone. And the, the only place he could have gone would have been to basically sidle up next to the building. There was no doors over there, or to cross the road, I guess. But but he didn't cross the road. You know, it was just like there one second and gone the next. And we both we both saw him. We heard him whistling, and we talked about it. And we were like, you know, that that guy just like disappeared completely. And uh, we kind of laughed about it and went went back to his room and uh, looked up some scary stories. I think, but uh, <laughs> you know, it was it, it was a weird experience. Did you notice anything particular about the way he was dressed or anything? I feel like, I mean, I can still kind of see him. He was wearing a coat of some kind. I think, like, I feel like it was like a pea coat or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a guy probably in his I don't know twenties or thirties. You know, kind of younger. I feel like he had medium length like hair, you know, I couldn't tell what color it was. It was pretty dark, but, uh, I don't recall if he was wearing a hat or not. You know, it's something, something in my memory wants to put a hat on him, but I, I just don't remember. And what year was this again? You said like 20 late, late 2013, early 2014, kind of around the winter. Okay. Well, and then it happened again. So what was the next one? Yeah. So that was, Actually, I, I completely forgot about this first time. And then the second time it happened, I was in a new town. I had just moved to where I'm living now. It's uh, um, south of the Twin Cities. And I was driving around, stopped at a red light, and there was a, a guy to my right kind of sitting by, you know, sitting on the sidewalk. Sort of like if there was a bus stop, but there, I know there's, there's not a bus stop at that particular light. But he's just kind of standing there looking around. It sort of looked like he was talking to somebody, like maybe he had a Bluetooth headset on or something. And he was like, sort of emphatically like yelling almost, right? Like I could see, I could see him upset with whoever he was talking to. There was like other people around, you know, just sort of walking around and stuff and obviously other cars on the road. Um, and then this guy turns and looks at me and kind of like makes eye contact with me. He was wearing like these big sunglasses, but I could tell, you know, it was like, like he noticed me kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked back forward because, you know, it's kind of awkward. And then the light had turned green. I started going. I turned back to look at him and he was gone. Just completely gone. There was no bus there. There's there's no buildings around. Again, it's like at that point, it's probably like 100 feet or so to the nearest building. I guess it's, you know, it's possible he could have like hopped into a car, but it was so quick, I guess. And the, the whole time after this, I had this feeling like I was driving, right? And I, I felt, you know, I was alone at this time, so I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. And I kept feeling like I should go back. I should turn around and see if he's still there, see if he just, like, moved and was behind something. Like, and I just kept driving away. And I kept telling myself I should turn around. Why am I not turning around? You know, all the way, like, you know, until I turned left and started going home. And then I was like, that was weird. You know, I don't know what that was, but uh, file that one away, I guess. Again, how how long after the first one was this? This was probably in 2017, like the fall of 2017. So three ish, three and a half years. So and that's I, uh, those are the only two times too. I mean, I've never seen it or never seen that type of thing happen since. I don't know if you you heard the show we did on Where Did the Road Go a little while back, but people were talking about basically this cloaking technology exists. Where you can, these people can actually do the the kind of predator thing. I'm not saying that's what happened in either of these cases, right? But no, I've heard I've heard of that. What do they call that? The uh, um, there's there's a name. Gosh, what is it? There's like a nickname or a code name for that, right? I'm sure there is. Yeah. It's, okay. But uh, the, you know the government Camilio, has think, this right? technology, so 
I would ask you, you know, what have you done that the government is tracking you? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I don't. I don't know if that's what it is because I feel like isn't there like sort of a shimmer with that technology? There, there's supposed to be, yeah. And and I'm yeah, I'm I'm half joking here. I'm just sure, okay, you know, yeah, kind of, kind of throwing this out. But it is very interesting, and, and I mean, more curious to me, and I, I don't actually think that's what happened, but I mean, it, it's just, <laughs> you know, because Dave, a listener, he dug up a, an actual story where these people were pretty much harassing this guy with using this technology. They just kind of picked this random guy, mm. and they were, you know, just decided to torment him, essentially, and spy on him. I think it was the government and a local college, like, working in concert, just, like, oh, right. checking yeah, out this technology and so forth. And they were just messing with this guy just to you know see how well the technology worked, which apparently it worked pretty well. But in any case, have you ever seen a UFO before? No, although I, I hope someday too. I know people people share horror stories about that kind of thing, but I, I think it'd be interesting to see one. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just trying to like see if there's any other like weird stuff yeah. that goes along <laughs> with this. During the times that you saw these, was your life? pretty crazy or was there anything particularly weird or notable going on in your life during the first one i don't think so it was i mean it was just normal i was you know a freshman in college just going through the motions of being in college just kind of like adjusting to it so i guess you know that's that's kind of a, a you know a, a intense shift going from yeah I'd at home say that's, to, yeah it's pretty but, pretty uh liminal period yeah but it wasn't like it wasn't like the first week of college. This was at least five or six months into it, you know, or at least four months into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd already kind of had developed these habits of like going on a walk with my friends, so it wasn't like something I was unfamiliar with, right? Right. But the uh, the second time, I think now now that I'm thinking about it, I think it happened around the time I got fired from my job, which was basically when my entire life went. I don't know crazy i guess mm-hmm. yeah so that was probably i mean that that would certainly be a, a pretty intense moment in 2017 there yeah and did you notice anything else weird at the time like strange noises knocks or anything like that in your house or electronic devices behaving weird or anything else no and i've done some like I've, i don't know played around with some different ceremonial magics i guess mm-hmm. and i've gotten some banging noises once, but that was, that was fairly recently. And I don't think it all connected to, to this, uh, other experience. Right. But other than that, no, I, I haven't like no, no knocks, no like knocks on the wall or anything like poltergeist activity, so to speak. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's very interesting. And we'll go ahead and put the call out for other people with disappearing people stories. And as these things go, I can guarantee you, we will get other stories of this. So we'll be able For to sure. at least compare what you saw with what other people saw. If you're going to be a hard skeptic, people are going to say, you, you just didn't see. You know, whatever whatever <laughs> they did, you just didn't see. Right, but, they just snuck off somewhere, yeah. But obviously, whatever happened made enough of an impression where you noted these two times. Wow, it just, it just didn't seem like there was a place for either person to go. Well, like the, the second time, I could totally see that as, as being a thing. Because it's like, I was in the car, I was driving, there's blind spots. You know... I kept looking in the mirror to, to see as I was going down the road, I kept kind of watching and I just like, I could see where he was, but I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. But the first time when this, like, you know, when my friend and I crossed the road and we looked or, you know, looked to the right, this guy was gone. We stopped and we were like, what? 
like we looked around like what did wasn't there a person right there like four seconds ago so that one was was really weird and i and honestly i completely forgot about it until i was telling uh telling somebody about my uh other experience this more recent experience and then i remembered this this time in college and i was like oh weird yeah so, i don't know well, the first one to me is very interesting and, it's, you know, has that creepy vibe with the whistling, you know. Yeah, and it just stuck in my head, that whistle. Uh, it, I mean, I still remember it pretty much exactly. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Well, you got any other weird experiences? Oh, uh, no, I wish. that. <laughs> that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, I could, I could tell you about how doing all this magic stuff has changed my life. Like I said... I'm not, not going to go into that too much, but like I said, uh, the second experience happened around the time I lost my job. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the impetus for me to try out a ritual, and I, I got in touch with someone who was kind of like familiar with that stuff and ended up getting a, a better job, um, ended up kind of like opening up a lot of opportunities. So that was interesting. But other other than that, like nothing, I've never seen anything like – you know, I've never seen a UFO. I've never seen an apparition. I've never seen like a, a Bigfoot, so to speak. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting though. Like I, like I often say, everybody has something. It seems it's at least a little something weird. But, <laughs> for uh, sure. Taylor, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, thanks, Tim. We're talking with Olaf, who has a very strange entity. One I've not really heard of before, although I did hear something like it, which I, I will tell you after you tell your story. Recently, very recently, I was hiking with somebody and they told me a story that was a little bit like not uh, exactly what you're talking about, but it reminded me a little bit of this entity that you saw. You know, this happened when you were younger? Yeah, it happened when I was uh, about six years old. Okay. And yeah. Then... I had woken up like from a bad dream. I was going to uh, walk in. Uh, go to my parents room and uh while i was like standing at their door because i was waiting for my mom to be like oh yeah you can come in it felt like there was uh something behind me and you know i was like oh i just had a bad dream just spooking myself you know (laughs) i was like uh i'm gonna turn around there's nothing gonna be there uh when i turned around from where i was standing you could see all the way into the living room and it looked like there was a man sitting on my couch, um, but he was made out of, like, black and white TV static. He had, like, a a newspaper in his hand. When I was looking at him, he, like, slowly turned and looked towards me and then stood up. Uh, and then, like, he was kind of, lo- looked like he was kind of, like, folding up the newspaper while he was standing up. And then when he turned and started walking towards me the newspaper was like gone it was kind of weird so i ended up turning back around because there's this weird thing walking towards me started banging on my mom's door like screaming for help uh when i turned back around though it was just gone and it looked like uh, like you couldn't see detail it sort of looked like a silhouette just filled in with tv static yeah yeah it was um it was pretty weird because when he was sitting on the couch, I kind of had, like, a side view. So, like, it had a nose, but, like, no details. I could see its chin and all that. So, like, when it turned and looked at me, though, I thought that was kind of cool, though, because I got, like, 
a side view and then a front view of it. Mm-hmm. Did it seem like and, it was roughly man-sized? Yeah, like like about like an average height. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. It was like a long time ago, so. Yeah, and I know dude, when you're a little kid, everything <laughs> seems pretty tall. Yeah, he looked pretty huge to me. No. <laughs> you said something happened with your friend as well, right? Oh, yeah. So when I was about like, I think it was like 14, 13, I was in middle school. Um, I had a friend that I walked to school with in the mornings and uh, walked home with in the afternoon. So uh, one day I was walking home with him and I was telling him about the static man. So that night when I went to bed, I had this really weird dream where uh, I was like trying to buy a house or something and there was like two people with me. One was like a little kid. And then one was like an older, taller guy. I don't remember any details from them, so I don't know who they were. But the little kid was like playing in this yard of this house that we were looking at. And me and the older guy went into the house with the realtor. We were looking out the window of the attic. And we could see the kid in the yard. And there was like this uh, demon-looking little girl (laughs) at the tree line of the yard. So, like, we ran down to go get the kid away from her, and when the little kid noticed her, she, like, ran over and just started, like, punching him in the face. The The taller guy ran after it, and then she beat him up, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, she looked at me and started coming after me, and then that's when I woke up. I'm not really sure why, but I was like, oh... These guys are, like, fighting a demon, and I was like, that's not how you fight a demon. So I started praying and stuff. Like, I was basically just, like, exercising a a demon for some reason. At, like, 3 o'clock in the morning after having a bad dream. That went on for, like, 20 minutes or so. And I was like, well, I'm going back to sleep. (laughs) The next morning, though, I went to go to school and uh, I stopped by my friend's house and he didn't come out of his house so I like waited around for a little bit and then I just went to school and while I was uh, waiting to go to class he had like came run up to me he was like uh, kind of hysterical you know he had um, started to tell me that uh, the night before he had seen the static man sitting on his couch so what had happened to him was uh, he got up to go get a water bottle and like he had a table in his living room. So uh, he had his like like a case of water bottles on the table. So when he went in to go grab that, uh, when he turned around, he saw the static man sitting on his couch and he described it pretty much the same with like the newspaper and everything. So he said that the static man started walking got up and started walking towards him so he just like took that water bottle in his hand and chucked it at its head the head kind of like dissipated like smoke would if you were to throw something through it Mm -hmm. and then it kind of like reformed into the shape of a head and then uh the static man like walked through my friend and then he said the next thing he knew he was like in a white nothing and uh, all he could see was, like, 
a light in the distance. In the light, he could see the uh, inside of his living room. Where, uh, yeah, and it had the static man standing where he was standing. And it was, like, kind of morphing. And uh, so he starts running towards the light. As he's running, he can see, like, the the static man starting to take a, the shape of my friend. So, like, the light was, like, kind of closing on him, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he didn't reach the light before it closed on him. And he said, like, he was just, like, stuck in there, I guess. Um, but the uh, in the morning, he had slept through his alarm and, like, woke up in his bed. And, like, he was like, oh, it was just a bad dream. But uh, he had had the water bottle that he threw uh, lying next to him in bed like not even opened or anything wow that is so creepy right uh so wow (laughs) so my takeaway from that though was like god kind of gave me that dream to like be like hey something's going on with your friend right now or if like i had sensed it or something you know something Mm -hmm. weird like that I, I mean, that's such a terrifying thing to think. Because when you're saying that, I'm like, oh, he walked through him. I was like, w- wouldn't that be weird if it was he was trying to replace him or something? And it almost yeah. sounds like th- then you get stuck in the static dimension or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah, the static dimension. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds that's so creepy. Yeah, wow. Or maybe your friend became Static Man. We don't know, right? Whoa. He's like a superhero <laughs> now. No. <laughs> Uh, and you never saw that entity, entity again? No, not that I know. I don't think he did. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, and you didn't. I, oh yeah, no, I, I didn't. I haven't seen it since and, I was six. Like you initially wrote and said, you know, I don't think anybody. You know, have you ever heard anybody say this? And I said, well, no. There's that Glimmer Man thing, and you're like, no, this isn't that. You know, this is very much like TV static. And I don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. But I was hiking with a dude the other day. And he starts telling me about, he said he, he met this guy who would like meditate for like hours and hours at a time. And uh, I know he listens to the podcast, so I'm sorry if I get your story wrong, but I'm going to do my best to tell it as I remember it. And he said this guy could actually like manifest almost like balls of energy, like you could visible balls of energy between his hands. He said it was really like insane, Whoa. insane because he would just meditate and meditate and meditate. But anyway, at some point he said he looked over at this guy and this is, I didn't tell him your story or anything. I actually showed him your email after he told the story because he said, you know, one time I looked over and his his head looked like television static. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, his head looked like television static for a second. And then it was like back to normal or something before you're, you, you know, I'd never heard of that before. And then I actually ended up like getting my phone. Now I was like, read this email. So I was like curious if like anybody else like had any story like that so i like uh just like a quick google search and i found this uh website that had like a couple of stories like apparently there's like two other stories that were like really similar to mine mm-hmm. um like they these two people they both started seeing like static people like one of them saw two one was a man and one was a woman and then another one it was just a it was just a guy 
he said that after he saw him, he would have like a sleep paralysis and the static man would be standing over his bed after his like first the first time he saw him. And I thought that was kind of interesting because you're always talking about how like the sleep paralysis might be a side effect. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think because of Flannel Man, a lot of people write with, you know, Flannel Man stories. But then I'm starting to get these other, what John Keel calls, I guess, you know, bedroom visitors. There seem to be so many of these different kinds of things that just, that just show up like this, you know, and it very often they're, they're like, like you, like they're not people who are having sleep paralysis They're people who get up in the middle of the night. And for whatever reason, you know, these things are there. They're, you know, they, they insist they're very much awake. It's very, very creepy. No, that's the first I've heard of a Static Man, and then we'll see if anybody writes in with a Static Man story. Yeah, that'd be cool. I hope, sounds kind of mean saying this, but I kind of want to hear more stories about the Static Man, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's something weird you saw. I mean, you know. Yeah. uh, There's a connection there. uh, Like, I hope they don't have any, like, uh, bad experiences with it. It was just like, you just see him and then he's gone. Right. But (laughs) I think because it's such an unknown, like the static thing. Yeah. I think it might like for me personally. So I've had experiences where I, you know, I've woken up and there's been either a typical kind of gray alien thing there. Yeah. I think the static thing would be scarier to me. I think just because at least the grays, there's some sort of, form and being in there whereas this thing is just i don't know it just seems so kind of empty in a way and and not fully formed it just it's creepy yeah and what's the newspaper about what (laughs) oh yeah i don't know man like that that was like one of the weirdest parts about it like i don't know yeah like he just had a newspaper and like the newspaper was tv static too so it's like i couldn't even read anything off of it right Oh, man, that's just bizarre. It's a short story, but thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, no problem. And we'll see if we can get any uh, more Static People accounts. Yeah. All right, thanks, Olaf. (laughs) All right, yep. With all of these reports of strange things, I don't think I have to ask any more, but... Most of the guests are wondering if anybody's ever seen something like they've seen. In Sonia's case, uh, the man in the bunny suit. In Taylor's case, disappearing people. And in Olaf's case, the static man. If any of our listeners have experienced something like that, please let us know. In episode 90, I mentioned the strange familiar sweatshirts we're going to be making. If you are not a patron and you're not a part of the Facebook group, you might want to email me if you'd like to get one of those. Strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com We're only going to be making a handful of them, probably as many as we get pre-orders for, and then a few more. So if you want to guarantee that you'll get one of the Strange Familiar Zipper hoodies, make sure to get in contact with me and let me know. Some people have been writing to ask about show numbering. If you're not getting every show, it's because you're not a patron. Patron shows are numbered as the regular shows are, so if you see it skip from 90 to 92, for instance... You missed episode 91. That was a patron show. The only way to get those shows is to be a patron at Patreon. Patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back next week with another episode.
Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts. Music, books, art, podcasts, and more. DarkHollerArts.com Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars. You can also join the Strange Familiars Gathering Group there, interact with us and other listeners of the show. who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.